Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode three of Mood or Vibe season two. And this also happens to be the first um, Dear Soldier of season two, which is so fucking exciting. I love doing these episodes. You guys really sent in some good ass, good ass emails this week. So we're going to have fun. But before we get into that, let's just do a little weekly roundup. What's happened in my life? What have I done? Um, I don't know if you can hear my voice. I'm a little bit under the weather. Um, and that is because I went clubbing on Thursday and if you've been following me for a long time, like you have definitely like watched me through my like disgusting club rat phase. Um, like pre COVID I was going out like three nights a week and now, I mean the last time I was clubbing before this, it doesn't even count because it was Henny Wenny, but it was in December. Like Henny Wenny doesn't count as clubbing. You go there and you show face and you look cool and then you like pretend to like be nice to people. I don't. I'm always nice to people, but you know. Pero skinitus, that's how it goes. Um, but yeah, so I did that and I was hung over until Saturday. So that's a little bit rough for me. Um so yeah. Oh, what I did do on Thursday night. This is, this is again, like, I am very good at having a couple drinks. I love going to a bar. Give me four cocktails and I am feeling great. The second you put any form of shot inside of me, I'm gone. I will be gone. I just need you guys to laugh at the fucking text that I sent. Again, I don't, we don't know what we're calling this. I sent this text to a man at four. Let me see. 4 40 in the morning also there's someone playing the saxophone outside my house right now do you guys hear that i think it's because it's carnival anyways i at 4 40 in the morning italian time this man is in finland so it was at 5 40 in the morning in finland <laughs> guys i'm actually i'm really exposing myself right now i sent three texts in a row okay one says baby <laughs> The second one says, can you call me tomorrow? <laughs> and then the third one says, we need to talk. <laughs> I, and I honestly sent that because I just wanted him to call me and he did. But I can't imagine the fear that I like ingrained in this man by texting him at five in the fucking morning. <laughs> being like, we need to talk. Anyways, it was a nice chat the next morning. <laughs> But if, yeah, if you ever were wondering, like, what I'm like in any sort of relationship, it's actually psychotic. Um, so, yeah, that's nice. Anyways, uh, what else did I do this week? Honestly, nothing. I've been uh, hashtag, like, just, like, restarting my life a little bit. It was Valentine's Day, which was fun. Um, didn't do anything. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, I've been more active on Instagram recently. Like I've been trying to like get better at that. So like in the past week, I've posted like four Instagram photos, which like is a slay on my part. So I will say go follow me on there because I'm actually slaying. Um, what else? Yeah, that's kind of it. Like I, that was like the one highlight of my week that I went out to the club and I was there until four in the morning and it was very fun. But I like should not. I realize like I should not drink like that anymore because I go a little bit. I text people at five in the morning saying, call me tomorrow. We need to talk. I'm like, tell me you just want attention without saying you want attention. You know what I mean? Anyways, should we just get into this week's episode? I don't know. I feel like I've that's like enough exposing myself for this week. Um, so let's get into just exposing <laughs> you guys and your whatever you're going through instead, okay? So we are starting off with a email titled Friends. And it goes... Dear soldier, I'm starting this off by saying that I had a big falling out with my be- with a best friend almost a year ago. I've never been that good at keeping up close friendships, and that was my longest one ever. Keep in mind, I'm only 16. Um, current situation is good. I've made new friends in high school. I've been friends with my two with two of my closest school friends for six months now. We get along well, but the other one doesn't understand boundaries. They just told me um, the uh, they just told me and the other friend that their friend cut them off because they kept telling their private information to others. Me and my other friend have been really anxious about it since the friend just said it so confidently that stuff slips. I've told a lot of confidential stuff about myself to them, and now I'm worried that stuff has gotten out, even though they promised me it would stay between us. How do I continue? This is a great, great topic to discuss because it's something that I can very much relate to. So, um, I wrote down some notes. Guys, I came prepared to this episode. Um, One thing you really realize with age but also just experiences in friendships and relationships is that um not all friendships are made equal um and there's different friendships that apply to different aspects of your life um so for me for example I have you know my besties that I tell everything to which is like literally like four people um because I'm kind of the same I'm not very good at keeping a lot of friendships a lot it's very like an ADHD thing in me but yeah I have very few very close friends but the ones that I have are great um I'm also in the position where like I've lived in many different countries so I really have like my friends like compartmentalized by country so depending on where I am physically is kind of who I am closest to physically but that's a whole other thing anyways (coughs) then I have my school friends which like we academically get along really, really well. But like, are we going out for drinks on Friday night? Probably not. Still friends though. And then I have party friends, which are the people that I see on the weekend, get drinks with, have fun. But am I like, realistically, am I getting a coffee with them on a Tuesday afternoon? No. You know what I mean? So you classify people into different groups. That doesn't make one better than the other because they're there for different aspects of your life. Um, But lastly, you need to consider like, there's people that you can consider really good friends, but you can also not tell them everything, which like sucks to say kind of like that. But at the same time, like you just realize like it's not about who you can trust, but it's just who needs to know everything about you. Um, you know, some people out there will create closeness with other people by oversharing or, or telling things about themselves. Um, 
but when they're not sharing about themselves they start sharing about the people that they know um and that is not great when you are that person whose stuff is being shared to the public um so like I've really like I honestly in the past like year have taken really good friends off my close friend stories just because I realized I can't trust them and I can't trust them with even information that's on my close friends of me being like stupid at a club on like a Friday night you know what I mean um there's also people listening to this podcast right now probably (laughs) um that I'm good friends with that have no idea the guy I'm hooking up with have no idea like you know what I mean like there it's just people that I have realized that like I cannot tell this information to because it will be spread around and especially it's like okay if it's about like the guy I'm hooking up with okay that's like fine but then when it comes to like more personal things that I want to keep just for me and my friends or that I've like told you in confidence about then like we don't need that being spread and there's people out there that have spread that about me um there's another layer to this with me where it's like also people knowing who I am outside of my friend groups that I realize like people have been name dropping me and stuff like that in groups and I don't like that so these people I'm not cutting them off as friends because I do enjoy their company but I'm reclassifying them from maybe someone that I would tell everything to to a friend that is a friend in these situations in my life um And I think, I mean, it sounds kind of crazy, but it's like at the same time, it's like just because they're your friend doesn't mean that they deserve to know everything about you. You can have things that you only keep to yourself. You can have things that you only keep to some friends and that's okay. Just because they are even someone that is like a best friend, it doesn't mean that they need to or deserve to know everything about you. And this is, again, this is just something you learn over time through all the friendships and the relationships that you have is who you can, like, you realize, like, who you can depend on and really who's there for the right reasons. And yeah, and also I think, like you said, like, you're 16. I think that this friend of yours is also probably going to learn from this Um, and they're probably going to, like, you're very young, like, you're all still going to be learning about how you... Um, go about your friendships and everything and I think that it's unfair to fully cut them out um, and give them a chance to like grow and learn but at the same time you can still be your own priority like just don't be telling this person your deepest darkest secrets in a sense Um, but yeah I don't think you should cut them off I think that that is maybe unnecessary especially if this is a friend that's close to you Um, instead just set up boundaries in your life this is what I tell you this is what I don't tell you and Also, I mean, it's also okay to have a conversation with them and be like, look, this is how it is right now. Um, But um, yeah, I hope you can learn from this too. But yeah, I think that's what it should be. Just take this as a learning opportunity. Try setting up some boundaries. um, And they don't even need, you don't even need to communicate these boundaries because it's, it's you and it's your life and it's your information that you choose to share with people. So it's just boundaries for yourself. And um, yeah, I hope the best for you. And yeah, just realize that all relationships and friendships are um, like opportunities for learning and for growth. And that's what's most important, honestly, when it comes to um, your teen years, I feel like. Like that's what you should be focusing on is you and what you can learn from everything. Never stop learning is basically what I'm saying. (laughs) 
Guys, this next one is honestly the reason we make these fucking episodes because this is a this is a roller coaster, okay? And it's she's just like me. This I, this honestly could have been me sending this email in. So let's just let's just go through it together. First of all, it starts with as a girl who has never dated anyone, your opinion is as good as mine. <laughs> Slay. Okay. So, it starts with <clears throat> So I've had this secret crush for a while on a guy I met last August. It's made me feel like I'm back in school crushing on a boy in another class. Side note, I love having silly little, little crushes. <laughs> they make life so fun and interesting, which I agree with. Having a crush is like every girl should always have a little crush on someone. You know what I mean? Anyways, it wasn't anything serious until it was. I really feel like we have a deeper connection unlike anything ever before. We've spent a lot of time together, just the two of us, and we really get each other. What makes all of this complicated is that I'm in the same friend group as him and sort of working with all of them on a weekly basis. So if anyone ever found out and it wasn't mutual, I'd be fucked to say it lightly. To make it even worse, (laughs) he also has a girlfriend that he met around the same time as me. They only made it official almost end of last year so it's only been a couple months um there haven't been any clear signs of this crush being mutual other than him possibly sending me messages through his music lol (laughs) and just some 2am texts here and there and then clarifies they have only been texts she's not a home wrecker which i believe Um, So anyways, to get to the point, I have been very secretive about this crush and I don't think anyone has been suspecting it until last weekend. We were at a party, me and my friends and him, and um, it's been a topic for a while that she does not follow his Finsta. Okay, so I finally gave in and I went to go follow him while standing next to him, open my Instagram, (laughs) go to open the search, and... Um, somehow, uh, his girlfriend's account was there. I'm, this is a long email, so I'm paraphrasing. Basically, she opens up the search bar to go follow him, and it's, the first thing she searched is his girlfriend. <laughs> and then him and I are standing next to each other, both just looking at my screen shocked. I literally went, um, <laughs> quickly looked up and followed his Finsta and just ran. I hope you enjoy the story, but to get to my question, do you think I gave my crush away? Like, does he know? Does he know? And also, how can I proceed to this? Like, to let him know that I like him or do I even? This is so messy with me being part of all his boys tight friend group and everything. Help. She also, I would like to mention, (laughs) sent me a link to like an unreleased song of his a little dropbox link (laughs) just so i could get the vibes of who we're dealing with he's a very good rapper i will say it's giving playboy cardi it's giving destroy lonely it's giving it's giving vibes okay so we do approve of him in that sense um but yeah also it says p.s i don't ever want to date any musicians again but oh how i love them girl me too me two basically (laughs) i'm still like the first time i read this email guys and then i instantly played the song like i died i actually died because i have quite literally been in the exact same position not with the whole like him figuring out i like him but like the idea of like being in a friend group and then you like one of the guys from it and then it's like 
Mm, yeah. And also, of course, he's a fucking rapper. For Advice number one is don't date a musician. That's the first thing I'm going to say. Advice number two is going to be, uh, we're because I know that we're going to do it anyways. We, me and you, all of us that are listening to this podcast are probably going to date a musician anyways. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's an issue at all. I'd say let's just like forget about it. And also you're saying like that he doesn't like have a crush on you or whatever. Yes, he does. Um, I can tell by this email if you guys have texted at 2 a.m. Yeah. And if you're hanging out one on one and everything. Yeah. He knows that there's something there. But the question is, why is he choosing the other girl over you? Probably yet again, because like what you said, you're in the friend group. You work together. That's difficult. And also, a lot of guys, especially when you, like, um, kind of, like, you're on an even playing field. Like, you guys are the same, in a sense. And he, like, doesn't have this feeling of, like, oh, like, she's whatever. Like, she's different from this. So, like, he's seeing you as an equal and not as something to, like, date and conquer, in a sense. Is just, just a thought that could be placed in your brain. Um... Yeah, what do you do? I'd say just, like, chill out on the vibes a little bit. Um, but just, like, keep doing you, YOLO. Also, as long as you're not doing anything wrong, like, in the sense, like, okay, yeah, he has a girlfriend, so we're respecting that boundary, but you continuing a friendship with this person is not an issue at all, unless it becomes an issue for you. You know what I mean? Like, if you start feeling bad being around him because he he does have a girlfriend and you're like, fuck, I want something more from that, then maybe distance yourself a little bit. Um, another great coping mechanism that's not a great coping mechanism is just get another crush on someone else. Um, I can link you some rappers that you could have a crush on instead. Um, but yeah, I think that this is one of those things where you need time to see where it's going to go next. And I also, um, don't think that like that Instagram thing is like the end of the world. You know what I mean? Like you were at the bar you were drinking he's probably forgotten about it already and you obviously have like a strong enough friendship in the sense that it like doesn't really matter at the end of the day and you can have an honest conversation with him and be like hey how's it going with your girlfriend like what's what's that whole thing because if you're close enough friends you should be able to have that conversation but yeah i would say give it time assess it a little bit but also maybe take like a step Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Actually, no, fuck it. Don't take a step back. <laughs> Don't do that. Just be you, YOLO. Like, I just think that, like, 
the smartest thing to do is to yeah just continue going the way it was and then again like if either of your boundaries get crossed where you're like fuck I actually really really like this guy and I should not be doing this because he has a girlfriend and I respect that then you need to take a step back um and then if he shows any sign because we do know a musician loves to cheat um if he's showing any signs that you think is like um kind of like across a boundary that like his girlfriend should know then maybe keep that in mind too um because that's never fun also something to keep in mind is like how you get him is how you lose him you know what I mean so like if this guy is like still being really flirty with you when he has a girlfriend that's not a good sign because then if you were his girlfriend he'd be doing that same fucking shit but yeah I think just go with the flow keep keep doing you you're obviously a little bit of a boss babe in this situation anyways so just keep doing that and then most likely another crush will come along anyways um but yeah just keep in mind that like again like what's his intentions with this and is he looking at you as a friend or is he looking at you as more as a more of a friend and if you were his girlfriend, how would you feel about his specific actions towards you? You know what I mean? Keep that in mind. Like, I think it's like really easy to get like this like rose colored lenses over a person when um, they make music that you like and all of this. But it's like when you realize that they have a girlfriend and they're texting you a certain way or talking to you a certain way, um, that's out of line and they shouldn't be doing that. And I can, again, speak from first-time experience. A lot of guys with girlfriends, especially musicians, like to spread themselves a little bit thin, if you know what I mean. So just keep that in mind and realize, like, is this just, like, a crush for now or is this actually going to develop into something bigger? Um, But, yeah, keep doing you. I don't, like, it's just, it doesn't seem that bad. You know what I mean? Funny story, but I don't think it's as bad as it's, like, it felt in the moment. You know what I mean? It's definitely something that you can um, get over. Okay, we're going to do a little quickie one before we get into our last one of the day. Um, And this one was literally just someone sent an email that was like, what are your thoughts on Billy and Jesse? Now, I know that I know where this is coming from because I know I made a TikTok last week where I was saying that I want to be um, an actor or like an artist or whatever, like... Uh, young girlfriend and how I'm like getting stressed out that I'm like not young enough anymore to be like a scarily young like have like a really big age gap relationship in the public eye (laughs) which like I'm joking but like I'm not joking you know what I mean um but yeah I I think that the Billie Eilish and the Jesse Rutherford thing is an interesting concept like it's fine at the end of the day like happy for them I guess but I think it's it's her having written a lot of music about um being in kind of unbalanced sort of abusive relationships in the past and then Jesse coming out of a what eight year long relationship with a woman that everyone adores and everyone thought that they were couple goals and everyone thought that they were going to get married like he wrote a song called single about Devin in which he was begging to her father to let him like date her again because he had done her wrong whatever in the past so I think it's like the idealization of that relationship in the past and then 
going from that to then this young girl who again has very publicly been you know ridiculed by the media has had a lot of stuff said about her body you know and stuff like this and you just you would hope that she would date someone maybe in this that was like born in the same like decade as her in a sense um and maybe someone that hadn't just come out of a eight year long relationship that everyone thought was going to end in a marriage I think that's like the context for it um but otherwise yeah I just I I think that it's hmm on one hand it's like it's a consensual adult relationship but on the other hand it's like I don't see it actually working out and I see it being strange the fact that she has like idolized him for years um they met when she was 15 and he was like what 26 you know it's stuff like that that makes you feel a little bit like icky gross about it but at the same time like again they're consenting adults it's fine and I think we all know that Jesse Rutherford isn't like a scary scary man but at the same time like I don't know I don't see you coming out of an almost decade-long relationship like very public relationship you lived with this person you had a dog with this person and then suddenly you realize you want to go date a 20 year old I think it's weird. Um, But it's weird on his part, not on her part. Like, she's obviously... I think she knows what she's doing. And I think she's ready to get ridiculed for it. But I don't think that in five years' time, she's going to have the same feelings about it that she's having right now, if you know what I mean. Um, And that's, like, kind of sad to watch. But at the same time, I am, like, 22 turning 23. And I'm like, lol, I could date a 30-year-old. But I know that a lot of people would have the same reaction to me saying that it's just because they're in the public eye and we just know a lot more about them personally and the context of the situation is why we have those opinions but it makes you think I'm like yeah I think I'm just happy for them and you know you like you never want to like watch something like that fail in a sense like you hope that it's genuine and you hope that it's like something like that it's gonna be like a positive thing for both of them because I think like Jesse for the longest time I've been a huge fan of him and his music because everything that he's spoken about and gone through um obviously I'm team Devin though um and then Billy I again like if you listen to her music she's very open and honest about the male relationships she's been in in the past and um it that's like I think what's worrisome so either they live happily ever after and we get some great love songs out of it or it doesn't work out and we get some great heartbreak songs out of it. Either way, I hope that they both understand like what they're doing and what they're representing in a sense. But anyways, that's my that's my like in-depth analysis about two people that I don't know dating in Los Angeles. So, hope you enjoyed that. Okay, besties, there's a helicopter outside, but we're going on to the last topic of the day, which is Growing pains. Hi, Solji. I'm almost 20, and after dealing with childhood trauma, I'm actually enjoying living at home more and more every day. Seriously considering living at home for at least the first year of uni, but that also feels like a weird choice in a society where moving out at like 16 is kind of normalized. Opinions? I feel like everyone is in such a rush to grow up and becoming an an hashtag adult as a literal teenager, and I'm really trying to embrace the stage of my life for as long as possible, but also feel pressure to grow the fuck up yeah I can relate to this I um I mean I've spoken about this a little bit where so I'm turning 23 this year which like 
literally is like so fucking old but like it's not old at all um and I've had this issue of like always comparing myself at certain ages to what other people are doing when they were my age or whatever Miley Cyrus was playing Hannah Montana when she was like 14 so like I'm never gonna amount to that you know what I mean like everyone is on their own schedule in a sense um and yeah I also can relate to the fact of like really feeling comfort being at home I never really like I really like ran away from home when I was like 18 like I really was like first plane out of the fucking country first university that accepts me like I'm fucking leaving um because I needed that and now I have a much nicer relationship with going home and feel a lot more comfortable um going home that's why I go home every summer and I stay in Finland for like three months at my parents house um but yeah I think I I, I totally agree with you I don't think you should rush the process at all um one thing I do say is like especially when you shift to like uni life like your life and your lifestyle changes a little bit and I think living on your own does give you a lot of opportunity to grow and to learn about yourself and and to find this like independence but at the same time if you know that you're gonna get that a year from now and you'd rather stay at home for this year like it makes so much sense and if it's really like it's something that's like healing you do it fuck what everyone else thinks that's the thing like you really need to let go of like what society says that you should be doing at certain stages and certain ages of your life and really just focus on what's correct for you um and I know that it's really really difficult to do especially if you have friends around you that are kind of setting a standard or just people around you in general but yeah what's most important is to focus on what is the way that you can set yourself up to be the happiest that you can be and sometimes that's staying at home other times it's moving out and then realizing that oh shit maybe I should have stayed home but I needed that time I personally needed that time away from home to really um figure some stuff out and have been able to like really build a strong relationship with being home whether it be through friendships through my family through everything um and I think especially when there's when you're saying you know that's there's like a little bit of a past there like I just think you should bask in it really enjoy what you're doing and if staying home is what you enjoy um so I mean staying home like like living at home um do it but I also do want to highlight like there is so much that you learn about yourself from either living with roommates or living on your own um outside of your home because you don't realize like how much your parents do for you at the end of the day um So yeah, I think it's about finding that balance um, and not being reliant on it. Like, that's the thing. You shouldn't be reliant on the fact that you live at home. You should be benefiting from the fact that you live at home. You know what I mean? Like, you should be able to kind of have that balance there. But yeah, I don't see any point in, like, rushing things. And especially if your parents are okay with it, slay. I know a lot of people also whose parents are like, no, you have to move out, can't live here, which is also, you know, the other side of the coin where it's like, you're very blessed to have this opportunity. Also, you save a lot of money. (laughs) I'm going to be honest. Uh, um, So yeah, I think that that is a good decision to make. I just think that you should be fully confident in it, but you also shouldn't push yourself out of your comfort zone to do something just because other people are doing it. You know what I mean? I love that question because I also, yeah, 
I think that there's, it's, it's about finding balance. Like how often can I say this in life? But don't rush it. I needed so much time to learn and I still have that. I mean, I am turning 23 this year and I think I'm really stressed out about, I literally posted an Instagram story the other day. It's like girls be saying they're fighting demons and their demon is just finding a career path. And that's really how I feel because I'm like, okay, I'm graduating in a year. I don't know what I want to do. I need to find a job. I need to find a summer job for this summer. I need to like, you know, it's, it's these adult things that are coming up, but I, you know, people say that like when trauma happens in your life, then you kind of like pause at that age mentally sometimes. And I very much have that. I also, for the longest time, did not think I would ever live past 20 years old. Like, I really, like, never thought about, like, future plans. And then now suddenly when I'm, like, living in them, I'm like, oh, shit, we need to, like, have a career path. We want, we need to, like, figure out what we want from relationships. We need to do all of this. And that can be really, really overwhelming. But you need to look at it through a positive lens of being like I have these opportunities to do this and this is what I want to push myself towards and I also have the like the weird thing where it's like okay so I'm like I'm saying here that like I've never thought about what I want to be when I'm older because I never thought I was going to get older um but at the same time I've always been of the mindset that no matter what I'm going to be successful like to me not being successful like it's just not an option don't know how I'm getting there yet, but it's going to happen somehow. Um, but it's just like interesting that I have this, like, that's the ADHD in me where it's just like, so like two edges of a sword kind of. Um, but yeah, that's my thing. Like, like everyone is figuring it out. Everyone is stressed out about growing up. Everyone is like on their own, like is stuck in their own head about it. So don't compare yourself to what other people are doing. Just because you're starting university does not mean you need to move out of your house with your from your family home or anything. Focus on what makes most sense for you, but don't be dependent on the choices that you're making. Don't be relying on living at home or whatever. What you should be doing is like, is it bringing more good than bad to your life? Like, like weigh out the options kind of and the way you're speaking about it, it seems like it is. So try it for a year. Um... And then see what comes next. But remember that, like, again, living on your own is such a, like, luxury also. And I do highly recommend trying it out, especially when you are in university, because it's such a unique time of your life. Um, but yeah, just just do what's best for you. Don't care about what everyone else is doing. Wee! That was another episode of Mood Revive Season 2. Did we like it, dear Solji? I love doing these because, like, I... It makes you realize that we're all the same at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Like, we all have the same experiences, just, like, in different fonts. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah, I want to say thank you to everyone who sent in uh, topics for today's episode. If I could read them all, I would. Um, But, yeah, thank you again to everyone. I wish I could have read everyone's. I can't. You know what I mean? We need to cut the, cut it short a little bit. Um, but yeah, next week, uh, is going to be a pre-recorded episode because I'm going skiing. Um, but you will still get it on Saturday. I know that this episode is also late. We had some technical difficulties with 
recording equipment and Wi-Fi connection, but that's all fixed now, hopefully. Um, oh, one thing that I've been told to do is to say rate me on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Five-star rating actually really helps the show. Um, I've been charting on Apple Podcasts, which is really nice. Not so much on Spotify. So where are the Spotify girlies at? Let's share it with our friends, okay? Let's get me back on uh, the Spotify charts because I would love that. Um, Really let people know that you like this podcast. Um, Share it on Instagram. Share it with your mom. Share it with your dad. Share it with all your friends. Um, Really getting back into the podcast game and I really like it. And the more that... I can kind of grow is the more time and money that I can invest into making this show better. Um, so yeah, uh, thank you again for listening. Please rate, please follow at Moodervibe Pod on Instagram. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Soldier Maya. And yeah, I'll talk to you next week uh, when we're, I don't know, uh, and we might, should I, wait, oh, you want to do this thing? Hypothetically, guys, this is, we're going to start doing a question of the day. So it's only people that make it to the end of the episode, like, will DM me their response to this question. Hypothetically, wink, wink, asking for a friend, wink. If you matched with Benjamin and Grosso on Raya, um, what would you message him? That's something that I need to, <laughs> I need an answer to that question. Um, not be like, not for any specific reason, actually. Um, but just, you know, putting that out there. Anyways, hope you guys have a great week. Thank you for being patient with this episode. And yeah, love you. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.